You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmerick. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Very good with you again. So you and I are going to dive into the details of February's Household Spending Intentions Index. Uh, so this is where we combine uh, ComBank internally generated transaction and lending data with the publicly available Google Trends data to give us a very comprehensive view on what Australians are spending on uh, and also what they intend to spend money on. So there's 12 spending categories. We won't go into every single detail today because it's very comprehensive. But just to start, Stephen, what are some broad thoughts about how the data looked in February? Well, as you say, Belinda, it is very comprehensive data. It's you know, combining our own internally generated data and Google search terms. And the good news is it showed an improvement in February. So the index was up 1.8% in the month of February, up to 107.3 after some seasonal and let's call it Omicron mm-hmm. weakness in January. So up 1.8% in February, and that's um, 5.5% higher than February last year. So that's a pretty solid gain. And the improvement was really centred on home buying and transport with some gains in household services and health and fitness as well, uh, offset to some extent by some weakness in retail and travel. It is, and it's an interesting data set, very comprehensive. Uh, it isn't seasonally adjusted, so February is a bit of an odd month because it is such a short month at 28 days compared to uh, longer calendar months. But I think that 5.5% up over the year is the important thing. I think it does show the improvements we've seen in the Australian economy over that period, uh, and it kind of takes out the Delta lockdown in mid-2021 and also, as you said, that we did see some weakness, particularly in early January because of Omicron. Starting off with the home buying component, which did jump a very large uh, 29.6% in February. What are you seeing in terms of the home buying category at the moment? Well, as you say, it was up you know, close to 30% mm. in, in February, but that came after uh, three consecutive months of decline, so a bit of a bounce. Uh, it's it's now 4.4% below where it was in February 2021. So still a bit softer than this time last year, but a bit of a, you know, a seasonal kick-up in February this year. And so there was, a, there was an improvement in home loan applications as well as uh, Google searches for the month of February. So you know, people coming back from their summer break and having a look at the housing market again. But as I said, still lower than February last year. And, and that's consistent with our expectation that you will see uh, dwelling prices uh, be relatively flat on 2022 and then down by about 8% in 2023 after an you know, extraordinary rise of about 21% in 2021. Yeah, so it was a very strong year for dwelling prices, but certainly they look to have come off 
in early 2022, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne. So the other category that we did see a big bounce in February was transport. So that was up 11%. Uh, what drove that sector higher? Yeah, so some really good uh, signs in that transport sector as people were getting you know, out and about. So there was um, an increase in both the value and number of uh, transactions related to transport and an increase in Google searches and it's up 7.8% uh, relative to this time last year, relative to February 2021. Um, it is still, I should say, well below the 2019 levels, mm-hmm. you know, pre-COVID. So we're regaining some good ground over the last year, but still a lot lower than 2019. Uh, but over that time, uh, over the last year, we've seen an increase in spending on service stations and other fuel dispensers. So that's likely partly related to the higher price of petrol. Um, there was an increase in freight and trucking services, things like taxis and limousine hire, uh, parking lots and garages, car washes, uh, trucks and new rentals and towing services. So, you know, all those things related to mobility and people getting out and about and driving around and travelling around more uh, certainly improved. Uh, I should say, though, that there is ongoing weakness. There's another fall in February in uh, the use of what's called local and suburban commuter services, so rail, bus and ferry. So basically public transport remain pretty soft on the month. So that's still people uh, not going back into the office, Stevens, but we might see some changes in March given a lot of states have kind of lifted that work from home mandate that has been in place over that Omicron outbreak. Yes, I think that's right. So, you know, February, Omicron kept people Mm. at home, working from home largely. March, you know, the situation has changed a bit and Unless you get back into the office. Unless you actually get COVID. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Moving on. So household services did rise by 4.1% in the month. So once again, that was weaker in January from Omicron weakness. So that was good to see it rebound uh, this month. Yeah, so a good bounce in household services, as as you say. Um, So they're up 4.1% on the month, but now up uh, 11% on the year. So that's Mm. pretty good. And uh, the biggest improvement was in uh, beauty and barber stores, so people getting out and getting haircuts and other, uh, other things done. Uh, vet services, so mm-hmm. maybe some overdue trips to the vet for pets. But uh, interestingly, uh, childcare was up. Uh, again, another sign, I think, of people getting yeah. out and about, uh, particularly That's as school uh, restarted. And then uh, things like swimming pool sales and service and roofing services both up. So that's um, you know, a, a good sign of people getting... Um, others to come into the home to do some jobs around, uh, you know, around the house. And just we'll talk about one final category that, that did lift. There, there were others including education and utilities. But health and fitness was up 2.6% in the month, a little bit softer than it's normally the case, but it's still up 11% over the year. So it's still some good improvement over the past 12 months. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, up 11% on the year is a good sign. And if I look at the health, Part mm. there was an increase in pharmacies, uh, opticians, orthopedic services, podiatrists, uh, doctors, and dentists. Um, so people, you know, looking after their health. But there was actually the weakness was in hospitals uh, and ambulance services. So you know, I would count that as a very good thing <laughs> that we're spending less money on both hospitals and ambulance services. But if we look at the the, the fitness uh, part, we actually had an increase in or in uh, health and beauty spas and also um, commercial and professional sports. So people getting out and about to 
those big sporting events. Uh, so that's really good to see as well. Yeah, certainly those are the categories that have probably benefited from the lifting restrictions we've seen over recent months. Now let's talk about some of the falls. So we did see falls in communications and digital, motor vehicles, entertainment, travel and retail. Just starting off with retail, it did fall 8.4% in the month. It normally falls in February, uh, but what happened in that category in particular? So over the over the month, down 8.4%, as you said, that's, uh, that's actually better than mm. an average uh, February. Uh, compared to February last year, it's actually up 7.5%. And it's some interesting things happening there. So department stores strong. We've seen that for a while. Um, uh, family clothing, men and women's clothing were up um, pretty strong. Uh, jewelry and watch shops, household appliances. Uh, but we're actually beginning to see movement up in duty-free stores and gift and souvenir stores, both of very low base, but good to see those moving. Uh, luggage shops, so luggage and leather stores, so maybe people beginning to get Think some new luggage that. to go on some yeah. holidays. Yeah, um, so that was good to see. But there was ongoing weakness in you know, all, all those things that we were doing when we were locked down at home. So packaged alcohol was weaker, uh, sewing equipment, photographic equipment, art supplies, antique shops, all a bit softer. So that, I think just reinforces in my mind that you know, all those kind of home hobbies that people were doing during lockdown is now, um, is now softening as they get back out and about. Yeah, it does definitely start to sound like behaviour starting to shift back towards normality. I'm not sure it's going to get back to normal, but we are starting starting to see that shift that way. Now, the final category I do want to talk about is the travel index. So we have seen some preparations for people to go on holidays, but it looks like it didn't happen in February because that index was down in the month. Yeah, it was down almost 7% in the month of February, the travel index. But I have to say, well, on an annual rate, compared mm. to February last year, it was up 40% but um, still well below the levels of 2019. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, up from um, the very weak levels of last year and uh, up from the uh, much weaker levels of 2020, but still well below where we were in 2019. So in, in the year, to, in the year, the February actually had increases in travel agents, again, off a very low base, airlines, airports, cruise ships, bus lines, tourist attractions were all up uh, relative to 2021. Um, but um, you know, still weaker relative to 2019. And we should. So you know, some some movement on the uh, some movement on the holiday front. You know, planning yeah. and getting out there, but still not as strong as it was pre-COVID. Yeah. So I mean, I was just going to say, looking into March is probably the first month in during the pandemic that all state borders will be open and there will be free travel throughout Australia, and obviously the reopening of the international border as well will continue to help that category. Yes, I think that's right. I think now that the, you know the borders are, are reopening, um, it'll be good to see people out and about even more, going on more holidays, and I would expect that to be reflected in the March data and beyond. Stephen, it's been great to get your insights into the February HSI. Thanks for joining. My pleasure. Thank you. Now, you can read Stephen Hamrick's report on the February edition of the Combank Household Spending Intentions 
series, which was published on the 8th of March 2022 on combankresearch.com.au. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention series is a combination of CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank. As the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy.